a Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the St. Louis All Local Podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with Debbie Monterey, bringing you the news you need for this Monday, March 6th. Voters in St. Louis City will pare down the Board of Aldermen this week. The majority don't approve of two city officials, but they do approve of a new city institution. Inform your decision. Election News. St. Louis City voters decide the future of the soon-to-be-much-smaller Board of Aldermen this week. In the Tuesday election, voters will decide who will survive and who will be kicked off the island as the board is shrinking from 28 wards down to 14. Some of the old guard, the more conservative aldermen, including Joe Vaccaro, Sharon Tyus, and Brandon Bosley, find themselves campaigning for their survival against the tidal wave of progressives. Mayor Jones and Aldermanic President Megan Green are hoping voters will give them the seats they need on the board to drive through their agendas. Kevin Colleen, KMOX News. Neither Kim Gardner nor Tashara Jones on the ballot tomorrow, which may be a good thing for them, according to a new poll from Remington Research Group and Missouri Scout. Of likely city voters polled, 66% disapprove of the circuit attorney's performance, 23 approve. It's a bit better for the mayor, 51% disapprove and 33% approve. When likely voters were asked how they feel about the state's attorney general trying to oust Kim Gardner from office, 53% supported that move. What should be the city's top priority? 67% said reducing crime. Coming in next with 11% each was improving education and creating jobs. Pay raises coming to St. Louis City police officers. The mayor goes and they put this raise in, in the force on the condition that the state doesn't come in and take over the police department. It's a, it's a blatantly political move. Uh, I think there's a lot of cards left to play on the table here. Republican political analyst John Hancock speaking on Total Information AM Sunday. He and Democrat Michael Kelly agreed the raises are much needed after years of inaction, and they both like the fact the city had 50 extra officers for downtown events over the weekend. You put police officers in uniform on the ground in downtown St. Louis, and guess what? Crime goes away. Hopefully this lesson is being learned by some of those who bought into the idea that less policing is the way that we're going to fix crime. Brad Choate, KMOX News. What does the new soccer franchise mean for the city of St. Louis? KMOX's Stuart McMillan talked with fans about that after the game. How important is this team right now to the city? Very important. I think Midtown is up and coming. I don't think people our age would come to this part of the city in a very long time had it not been Midtown. And I think they're doing a great job. The location is awesome. We have Union Station, the Arch. We have surrounding family-friendly events everywhere. I mean, this is a really good thing for the city. I mean, we've been here all day pretty much. and never once felt unsafe at all like I mean we have felt nothing but excitement and and uh, happiness around this and never once were questioning anything going on around us it was it's just been a beautiful day how important is this team right oh, now? I think city? it's extremely important I think the city needed a showcase for the rest of the nation to show what this, a great sports town this is if you have st. Louis on your jersey and they keep score you're going to sell this any building out. It's just the way it is in this town. We support each other. 
The SDL chant was a top anthem during the City Charlotte contest, but before the game, local singing celebrity Kennedy Holmes sang the national anthem with the ending word brave having a mixed response from fans. A few Blues fans in the crowded City Park, you think? I ran into City fan Jim Rudy from Fairview Heights, who appeared misty-eyed talking about the national anthem. Tell me about the story the other night where the boys were singing the national anthem. Okay, so Thursday night I was refing a junior high volleyball match in Columbia, Illinois, and uh, they tried to play the anthem and it wouldn't play on their phone. So a bunch of eighth grade boys just started singing a cappella, and they weren't really good, but they knew the words, and as, as the song got farther into it, they got louder and louder, and the, the fans in the stands were singing, and when it was over, the place just erupted. And it was so cool. All I could think is, man, this needs to be on the news. I asked him what city fans should sing when they get to that final word, and he says, keep things traditional. I think we should say home of the brave. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. The Chancellor of Southern Illinois University, Carbondale, was in St. Louis over the weekend for the annual Saluki Takeover and Arch Madness Basketball Tournament. KMOX News asked Dr. Austin Lane for his reaction to the Supreme Court's debate of President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. He says there is the question of fairness, but he also sees the impact of debt on students at SIUC. So I think there's two sides to this that are both valid. Uh, I think we've got to find a way or they're going to have to find a way uh, to, to really make sure there's a win-win across the board for all. Dr. Lane says he used student loans to get his bachelor's, master's, and his Ph.D. He was able to get much of it forgiven through the Public Service Forgiveness Program. Coming up at 845 on Total Information AM, Dr. Lane explains why recruitment of college students today is like hand-to-hand combat. Carol Daniel, KMOX News. KMOX Business Desk, the High Point Drive-In continues expanding westward today. The latest location on Mid-Rivers Mall Drive in Cottleville opens. It's the sixth High Point location, but the first in St. Charles County. The new location is in the Cottleville Landing Shopping Center. It's 3,000 square feet in a new building that will also host a Qdoba and a sauce on the side. I intend to uh, serve out my term as governor of Illinois. J.B. Pritzker tells Face the Nation he has no intention of challenging President Biden. CBS reports the governor is potentially serving on an advisory board to Mr. Biden if he does run for re-election. Pritzker was asked about a comment by Senator Joe Manchin that it was an open question as to who would be running, and he did not endorse President Biden. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, it does surprise me a bit. Uh, I will say that that uh, Joe Biden has an awful lot that he gets to run on here. Uh, he's gotten a, a, a tremendous amount done for the country, saved literally hundreds of thousands of lives by making sure that vaccines were distributed. Pritzker also pointed to passage of bipartisan legislation, which will help fight climate change, infrastructure, and the Chips and Science Act, which he says will help bring manufacturing back to the U.S. Should St. Louis area residents exposed to radioactive waste from the Manhattan Project get some compensation from Uncle Sam? This is Kevin Colleen. This bill has to do with people who have been exposed to stuff around the Westlake Landfill or Coldwater Creek, and two Missouri lawmakers from Wentzville want to find out the answers to that. 
Tricia Burns and Richard West have bills in a hearing this week that call on Missouri's Attorney General and other state agencies to find out if residents exposed to radiation from Manhattan Project Waste should get some money from the federal government. Residents for years in North County have complained of high levels of cancers and other illnesses in their families. Those bills set for a hearing before the House General Laws Committee on Tuesday afternoon. Two men face charges of impersonating St. Louis County detectives. 34-year-old Timothy White and 29-year-old Adam Andrews accused of calling the victim to tell her the father of her child had been murdered. Investigators say Andrews gave a false name and badge number. The pair asked to meet with the victim to discuss the case. St. Louis County police say they were called to respond to the victim who was experiencing extreme distress. White and Andrews are being held on $50,000 bond. The Show Me State beats the land of Lincoln. The first month of adult-use cannabis sales in Missouri totaled $103 million. That's starting February 3rd, and the month being short, while Illinois' first month, January of 2020, totaled $39 million, with Illinois being twice as big. Original estimates were for Missouri to hit a billion dollars in sales by 2024, but it could happen this year at this rate. KMOX's Michael Calhoun, an industry analyst, projected 2023 sales of $730 million. That's a monthly average of more than $60 million, so the $100 million actual total far exceeds that. Spring trees getting ready to develop the first load of pollen. Central Missouri allergist Dr. Mark Vandewalker says a mild winter means a longer allergy season. A mild winter like this one suggests our spring pollen will come early and will sort of dribble out over many, many weeks, uh, giving patients less intense symptoms but more prolonged symptoms. And that's itchy, red, watery eyes, sneezing, sniffling, and cough. Time for a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. Kevin tells us what he saw this weekend at the home show in downtown St. Louis. This is KMOX Radio. You ever listen to us? We're here no. in St. Louis. As Mennonites, we don't have radio. We don't listen to radios. Norman Yoder of Green Prairie Woodworks was selling Amish handmade furniture at the home show. A lot of the Amish furniture is, first of all, it's solid wood, whether it's oak, quarter sawn white oak, or walnut. No veneer? No veneer. Does your craftsmanship attract like families this looks like a harvest table where a big family would sit around and eat corn with butter dripping off of it (laughs) yes that's correct we do a lot of harvest tables and they're working tables they're for working families so you deliver yes we deliver we deliver will you pull up in a horse and wagon no we will not pull up in a horse and wagon we're mennonites so we have trucks and trailers at another booth at the home show lawrence frederick was in charge of the amazing frisbee catching dogs she's the only dog in the whole world that can do the trick are your other dogs jealous oh there's definitely jealousy between them and you know how do you notice it well just because of the way they watch and like you know if somebody gets in their way they'll be like get out of my way i don't care what you do i'm i want to be the number one dog Another standout booth at the home show featured Ron Hauser doing oil paintings of Ernest Hemingway. So four years ago, I told my wife, I said, you know what, I'm going to paint Hemingway. I'm going to paint him as the old man in the sea. And has this become a niche industry for you? Can you sell Hemingway paintings? Oh, absolutely. I'm actually featuring it. I mean, do people come in here to buy a garbage disposal and walk out with a Hemingway painting? Well, it happens, yes. The home show also featured many luxury items for the home, including a row of special leather chairs called the massage chair. Salesman Chris Tavira says, Basically, these uh, chairs uh, have the ability to massage for the bottom of the feet. 
is a perfect choice to buy one of these uh, chairs so you can actually yeah. be able to relax at home every day after it, work. What happens if you fall asleep in one? Is it safe? It's completely safe. They actually have automatic settings that will you go. Won't, it won't reverse age or anything? Uh, I don't think we're uh, getting that good so far, but hey, you know what? They keep you, uh, keep you uh, healthier for sure. How much? They go from uh, basically $4,000 all the way to $9,500. Do most massage chair buyers know they were going to buy a massage chair before they walk in and buy one? Uh, most people don't uh, uh, because a lot of people don't even know this exists. The technology has advanced. So once they sit in it, they want it? Absolutely, sir. Wow. All right. I better not sit in it. Try it out. No, I better not. With a whole nother story from the St. Louis Home Show, I'm Kevin Killeen. I'm not. I'm Megan Lynch. St. Louis All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.